The Bastard Movie Archives Hangover with Andy and Mix. You never asked for it. Hey, uh, let's let's start this shit. Let's do. That was a whole. That was a whole episode. Practically. Yes. How long was that? What? Do you even know? Oh no, I didn't. I didn't keep track. Max and I were just talking about things we like. Yeah, we like. Maybe we'll bring some of that up later. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I'll. Maybe I'll just post that weird shit on the week off. Yeah, just post weird shit. Stuff. Stuff we like. Whatever. Anyway, so we just watched uh, last uh, ounce or last ounce of courage. Right, last ounce of courage. Uh, I'm Andy Steinhauer, and I'm Max Wyland, <clears throat> and uh, we are both drinking uh, Accumulation Ale. Accumu- yep, by New Belgium from the homeland. From the um, homeland, and uh, yeah, this is the Bastard Movie Archives Hangover. Did you say it that is? Already? I didn't. No. Okay. Good yeah, call. that's what this is. That that's is our what show. This is. There's a title at the beginning, so you illiterate fuck. <laughs> We we have to repeat it because this is radio. We're on radio. Uh, okay. Anyway. Um, um, yeah. Well. Th- so this movie was um, obviously and, whoa, like. First off, you're the one who always forces us to start these things talking about oh, bullshit lies oh, and all this yeah, all garbage right. that we have to do. I can't believe I'm defending this position. Yeah. Oh man, what have we been up to lately? Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Well, I was gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Max got to go back to the homeland. Yeah, I was back in Colorado slash Wyoming uh, for a few days, um, so I'm exhausted. I'll, I'll be back there uh, two days from now for a yeah, couple weeks for Christmas. Back. I So uh, for Andy's family and everything, Christmas is very special. For my family, uh, fuck Christmas, uh, Star Wars came out, so <laughs> I had to go back and see that with my mom and my brother because that's what uh, is important in our family mm-hmm. um so we went back and watched star wars and then um uh, i saw a few people and, it's and, it's gonna be nice though i mean it's it's nice to have a break even though uh everything compounds because we really need to be like working yeah uh yeah. it's it's nice to step away and and just clear clear the head and not think about life for yeah bit. yeah unfortunately when you when you're dealing with if you just go back to Colorado, it's fine. I was bouncing between Colorado and Wyoming, so I did a lot of travel within my travel. A lot of miles. A lot of miles. Yeah. Um, so it was it was good. It was exhausting, um, but it was nice to get up to my mom's place. I mean, there's like 98 people in that town, so it's literally in the middle of the mountains, nowhere. Uh, hey, I also want to plug our uh, recent yes. short film uh, because we just made we Max and I do a Christmas special every year. Yeah. Uh, and, and, uh, this, this is the, the, the third year of Christmas specials and yeah, we just uh, released that today. So this will yeah. be when this airs that it'll have been out for a week. And, uh, we're, we're pretty proud of this one. It's, it's like three, three and a half minutes long and mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's a horror Christmas special poem. Yep. Uh, and, uh, I, I, we're pretty, we're pretty proud of it. If you want to check that out, it's, it's a lot of fun and it, it's sort of uh, cynical Christmas fun yep. things. It's back to what I love to do, which is generally horror. Yeah. Uh, yeah. but yeah, it's called the Christmas gift and it's definitely a what's in the box. Um, <laughs> if you've seen old boy or seven, you know that. Anytime you open up a box, it's a bad, bad thing. Yep, yep. Um, yeah. So, but check that out. We did that. Uh, yeah. What? What else? What's new with life, Andy? What are you? Doing? Oh well, I was on hold for a commercial that would have made me a very, <laughs> a very kind of wealthy man, and then they they pulled out the rug at the last second. <laughs> Wow, that doesn't sound like Hollywood at all. Yeah, yeah. When when you're on hold for a commercial, what that means is they tell you to clear your schedule because you're you're it's it's like either between you and someone else or they're trying to leverage you to get somebody else to because take you don't less have money a job. or well, I have many jobs. But right. uh 
uh, yeah, so I had, I had to miss work to go to callbacks and and all this shit. On a thing you didn't, you missed out on money to not make any money because yeah, they didn't choose you yeah. anyway. So that hurts. That hurts. Yeah. Only only be an actor if you really really mean it. Because yep. fuck. And uh, of course, I got slammed with work while I was gone, and now everything's exploding in my face. Yep, returning. Yep. So, oh, the freelancer lifestyle. Yeah, it's uh, woo. Anyway, uh, let's we'll stop belly aching and do this movie, huh? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Last ounce of courage. I keep one of forgetting my forgetting the title of the of the thing. Yep. Well, because all you have to remember is he gave his life with every last ounce of courage for Christmas. For Christmas. So this is a movie that I um. So I have an entire database of Christian, uh, either Christian like, uh, uh. Propaganda is that the word? Usually, you're for? usually it's like propaganda, but it's always propaganda that deals with like the future, the eventual. It, it's all shit leading up to what what they would believe would be either the second coming or you know just revelations in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have an entire collection of these movies that I watch every Christmas. Of course, you do. Yeah, you know because that's what I do <laughs> with my life. Um, so uh, you know things like. Uh, God is not dead is great. Uh, Kevin Sorbo being a philosophy professor. I, I actually placed that one before this one because this is about how being religious in school gets banned. Um, and then there's some other ones. The last, last, uh, or the left behind with Nicholas Cage is great. Yeah, yeah. Um, even, even the old nineties left behind series is pretty great. Um, but then there's, we, I was telling Andy, we just discovered these Tennessee Christploitation movies that get even more intense. I'm really excited. They're really hard to get. I, um, I don't want to admit the fact that I'm probably having to give money to a church to get some of those DVDs. So (laughs) just so you know, I'm fucking sacrificing my money to a goddamn Tennessee church to get some of these movies. (laughs) So, uh, but this one is one of my favorites. Jordan and I used to watch this one a lot. So way back in the day. So last ounce of courage, biker, American, Jesus loving. Uh, Jordan, by the way, does let's play videos. uh, Yeah, he does. Let's plays over at BS playtime. You should go check it out. He's a good guy. Uh, he does. Um, if you enjoy let's play, go see him. Yeah. Yeah. But we, uh, uh, this, this movie starts out, um, with a very, very long intro, uh, about uh, uh, a son going to war and this whole family. Being... Yeah, the prologue is their whole like found. It's it's not even just him going to war. It's like their <laughs> high school like romance footage. And yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. It's it's very uh, it's very exactly what you would expect. <laughs> Um, if, if, if you're not very good at making movies and you want to be emotionally manipulative, but they got talent, they got like actual like TV talent for this. Sure. Yeah. Some of, some of the, some of the actors because religion, like religious people have money. (laughs) Well, you know, I, I really think that some of the people acting in this, uh, they, they really believe in it maybe too much. No, no. I'm pretty sure most of the people that were in this. Are, are like that might have been a prerequisite. Yeah, that was a thing that yeah. they do. I do know that the TV guys, like, they're probably religious. I'm assuming. Uh, Hammer probably. probably. I don't. I bet you. You don't anything. think so? Uh, maybe, but you know, I, I the, not that kind. He's most certainly like old school about it in terms of like old school like Southern Baptist. Because I mean, that's like old Shaft era 
<laughs> shit. So I just wish that because uh, uh, I I am a, a little a little bit of a religious person um, that I would see some sort of movie made by religious people that wasn't so much of an exploitation slash uh, heavy handed. Right. Film. Well, this one's super political. It's, it's super it, that's political. The point of it. The point of it is yeah. like not distinguishing between. I mean, America. Huckabee makes a fucking guest appearance. Yeah. Well, is it? Well, Bill O'Reilly. I'm sorry, Bill, yeah, O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly. That's does. that's who yeah. I meant. Uh, Bill O'Reilly does so. It's it's one <laughs> white of the... people all look the same. <laughs> so, but this is not. It's not like it's not like watching. It's not like um, this movie's not like Prince of Egypt, or you know, like some old famous biblical story or right. Anything. Well, you know, Ten was, Commandments, good yeah, movie. Yeah, Ten Commandments. Yeah, with Charlton Heston. It's an actual movie. Or um, or you fuck Ben Hur. Even though it's not a biblical movie in the sense it takes place around Christ. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, things that, like that. That one counts, though. I think. Yeah, like you. It's not, it's not like, or, I mean, even if you want to go into, like, more subversive stuff, go into, like, Last Temptation of Christ by Scorsese, it's not, it's not like, it's not actually dealing with the faith. It's dealing with the faith in the context of a political, a very politicized environment. Right, because Which, Last yeah. Temptation of Christ is another good one, I No, it's think, a great, it's where, my favorite Jesus movie. Yeah, I love that movie. It's a good movie, and yeah. it's it's not it's not really telling you what to think, it's just trying to tell a story. Yeah, it's, Even, the, it's telling the story of the crisis story, of faith. But yeah, it's yeah. the crisis of faith, yeah. Uh, and it's a great movie. It, it, it's it, it, If anyone ever asks what kind of Jesus movie I would recommend, it is that movie. And movies it, like that don't get made anymore. No, no, because everything has to be f- so political. Yeah, yeah it's it, this movie does not deal with faith at all. It is completely and utterly how the Grinch stole Christmas. The Grinch being the modern liberal America that <laughs> exists. Uh, anyway, we so we we have this long intro and it's ridiculous and emotionally manipulative. And then the son dies. The wife. The wife is pregnant. Son dies, right. and then we skip forward 14 years later, where the family is finally back for Christmas. Yep, yep. Where um, uh, now the the grand like Mr. Grandpa, the dad, he's the, the main character. Yeah, the Mr. Grandpa, who is the pharmacist, mayor, uh, biker, and um, all around self-proclaimed Huguenot. He's the everyman. <laughs> as as long as you're wealthy enough to have two uh, extra vehicles and yeah, a massive as as garage yeah, you're and a white huge and house, wealthy. and yeah. you can support your wife and your uh, son's uh, wife and notice how uh, none kids. of the wives worked in this. Oh, they no 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 nobody works. It's it's Amer- very it's, traditionally American. It's values. a very bygone American. <laughs> yeah, show me a household that doesn't have dual income and yeah, still right. gets by. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, but uh yeah they, they're so they're they're doing this thing and then some biker comes in uh to his pharmacy and asks fix me up doc yeah a little person who there's runs a little his person own MC. Yeah. no he's the leader oh he's, he's the, the leader? leader of the mc oh of wow his little he doesn't say club. much no he doesn't except for he like he's obviously the moral compass of the he's the the what's his name from sons of anarchy he's the moral <laughs> compass of the whole crew of the mc except for they're all jesus loving bikers and nobody bothered to actually learn anything about uh motorcycle culture because they're they keep on calling it a gang everybody calls it yeah a gang. they never called a club yeah it's a club it's yeah. it's not a gang yeah it's an uh, mc which is a very important distinction apparently but uh, no no it is it, it's yeah. a very important distinction <laughs> legally and socially <laughs> yeah when you're in court that's that distinction yep. is going to come up <laughs> But uh, they go in there because this this big dumb member has been shot. 
and then they yeah, establish he shot himself. He should well they establish that because it's like, oh, but they're like a nice motorcycle gang. He shot himself. Yeah, you're originally thinking they're badass, and then they walk in and they have like anti Satan patches on their backs. <laughs> and they always pick up like as if like I don't know how to feel about this. But, like, they always pick up the leader and put him on the table so he's as tall as everybody else. And that always seems a little, like, is that okay? I never, I don't know. I don't yeah. know, uh, I don't really know any little people. If you're, like, a dwarf or you know, just a little person in general, like, I, I got to work with a, a, a very nice guy named Sammy the Dwarf on a commercial once. Yeah. But we, we didn't get to know each other well enough for me to ask questions like, do you like, like it when people pick, pick you, you up? up and put you on yeah. tables so you can be as tall as everyone else? Yeah. <laughs> See, that makes me think it's wrong. <laughs> that's what makes me think it's wrong. <laughs> that it was awkward for me to ask? Yeah, that, yeah. that's what makes me think it might be wrong. So, uh, But anyway, that's what they do. Um, they, he fixes up his gun wound because I guess uh, uh, a person who works behind the counter at a pharmacy knows how to mend wounds. Yeah, because um, he's the mayor yeah. and the everyman, and he knows everything. And, and can illegally prescribe Keflex I mean, so he doesn't fair, die. He be essentially becomes the voice of Jesus by the end of this movie. Well, except for the actual Jesus. No, but he speaks through him in jail. Because Jesus to, to be speaks honest, through him. Oh yes. But, oh, now, yes. Now, to be fair, and I know we're jumping ahead here, but uh-huh. to be fair, like the only viable thing in this is that Jesus would be in jail. <laughs> like if Jesus did come back today, like he'd pro- he'd be in jail or dead. <laughs> so it makes sense that like he would be in jail with him. I don't know you, because like a, a Jesus in modern day would would have to do some crazy shit like to to be a bearded Arab. <laughs> yeah, first of all, he would be you know maybe maybe he wouldn't be born white, and then that'd be a problem for most Americans. I just mean like he would wind up in jail. Actually, to be fair, he'd be dead in jail be- because he would be born in the Middle East and killed. You, yeah, or if even even if he was like born what here as a bearded Arab, <laughs> he would wind up on someone's watch list and dead. Or you know what? Actually, oh, if, man. just to be a just just to work, he'd probably be black if he came back. I would hope Jesus. He'd be yeah, that'd be better if Jesus. In were modern, black. well, if if he was, and then he goes because into the he would be among the poor. Raising, yeah, and he starts yeah. going into the temples and raising hell about how they're fucking everything up. He'd be dead. Yeah, because the LAPD does not give a fuck. <laughs> they would just kill you. He'd walk into a mega church and start kicking over their fundraising shit. Uh, because he did that in the Bible, and then they would forget that just you know maybe unleash- ma- churches aren't supposed can to make just, money off the populace. Can we just unleash Black Jesus on Colorado Springs? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Colorado Springs would be the first to murder Jesus, <laughs> right? Woo! <laughs> 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 <Whew. laughs> yeah, Whew. be great. Anyway, so, uh, so where are we? <laughs> oh, we we start learning uh, slowly. So, son, we have Sugar Ray, son. We have Sugar Ray. Yeah, he's got he's got these like highlights in his hair that are very nineties. This entire movie is trapped in the nineties. It really is. Um, but he we we start learning slowly uh, through the through the narrative that uh, that it's the future and it's uh, it's like a Christian dystopian future. Yeah, where Bibles aren't allowed in school. Well, and they they keep on. So it's it's like kind of the now future where where they they're like, well, there's no rule against it, but we don't want to upset anyone. Anyone is kind right. of a big deal, right? So, I guess they. I guess, but it's still the dystopian future where prayer groups in the morning around the American flag don't happen anymore. Yeah, which yeah, is yeah. still a thing. I'm pretty sure. I, I I never really understood that because when I was in high school, like there there were people did pray and it was fine. And people, well, there was no one. The difference was no one prayed in class. 
People prayed in the morning. There was a whole Christian club. Yeah, there was like a club that went they and met. prayed at the around the flagpole in the morning. And in my school, they they all met in this like solarium where there were some tables and stuff. Yeah. And the- see, I was a shitty person, and I hacked the high school PA system and played Nine Inch Nails. God is dead <laughs> when they were doing that. But I was a shitty person. That's that's really shitty of you. Yeah, I was a really shitty person when I was in high school. I was a very angry person. But uh, I I think I, the the conceit of this movie is I think that if things keep going like they are. You're gonna have all your freedoms uh, taken away from yeah, you to practice religious, your religion. Yeah, your religious freedoms. And uh, I, uh, it's it seems silly. Uh, and it's it's the 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 shitty thing is it's it's like something that is kind of important to talk about with PC culture yeah. happening and stuff. But this movie just like does everything against itself. Yeah, well, this was where we were talking about. So there's a play, right? That's the, happening. There's a that, school play that the, that the kids are involved in. So it, it seems like the the mom and the son have moved back to the town, right? Because he's going to the school now. Yeah, yeah. It's and, it's sort of this family with the with the dead son, yeah, all kind and, of. And Grandpa's kind of mad that she left with him anyway when yeah. he was an infant because the son died because his dad died mm-hmm. in this whatever war that was apparently to save Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever the war was fought over, because because that's the primary motivation for people to act in this is Dad died for our freedoms, so we should. It, it's very strange. The the causation is never really established. Yeah, but it's like we're going to war to save Christian Christmas. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Is, so is sort of. <laughs> I guess. Regardless of the fact that they complain so much about tearing down pagan symbols. which is my favorite part it's like like i get it if they're sitting there saying like when he says they made us take down a cross they made us but they're like they made us take down a christmas tree and i'm like oh yeah that old germanic pagan symbol (laughs) right or the reindeer or whatever i'm just like these are all what are we what are we talking about here also that's so uh, again that's so ridiculous we're in we're in liberal uh uh los angeles (laughs) and there's christmas decorations in a lot of the towns yeah Yeah. like it's no one so so this is clearly a dystopian future that has not occurred yet right right (laughs) that's happening um uh but it what's what's interesting about it is so they move back to the town and this this theater uh director is Uh, high school theater director? yeah high school theater director is doing um uh a winter space odyssey yeah, it's his like big like alien, but it's 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 the fucking it's the nativity story. almost word for word except for replacing certain words. It's With the nativity. Xanadu and shit. Or yeah, like or like alien words. You know, like there's there's even Christmas words. carols with the words replaced. They even play Silent Night, mm-hmm. and and it's I think they just replayed Silent Night, Winter Night instead of Holy Night. Yeah, yeah, something like and that. I, it, it's it was the Winter Night. Dumbest excuse for like it like so we. Like, we thought that this guy was actually the subversive Christian hero right. of the story because he was subverting. Because they, if if the school's saying you can't do a nativity play for Christmas, then he's like, well, shit, I'm going to do the nativity play, but just replace all the words so everybody sees how ridiculous this is. Yeah. And if it would have been that guy's story, it would have been like, it would have been valid. It would have yeah. been, it would have validated the well, whole uh, argument. Yeah. Well, if anyone knows the way that many of these religions proliferated particularly when they were cults was literally by doing the exact same thing why by and that's couching, why we're left with so many of these symbols yeah is by couching um a, a religious ideology or any or a tale i mean this is literally where symbolism and metaphors come from in stories is by couching these things to bypass authoritative like be it the be it the 
patriarchy or not patriarchy, but be it the monarchies or the or even the clergy or anything by by trying to subvert subvert these by by telling a story that's clouded in their own speak that they can't directly criticize you for. And today we end up with a holiday that is not on the correct date with not the correct symbols, but it's still Christian. Yeah, it's it's a, <laughs> but yeah, it's, and yeah, it's exactly. It's a amalgamation of pagan iconography, shopping and Jesus. Which is great. I love sure. Christmas. Yeah, I'm a big Christmas guy too. Uh but I didn't, you know, it just doesn't but your point's still valid yeah, it's just yeah it's just yeah, yeah. it's but i think that that's the funny thing is like if they had any under understanding of history they would know that the hero of that story should have been the fucking theater director well because- according to the the uh, a group that might be associated with the group of people who made this movie in texas uh they weren't slaves they were workers <laughs> so you know rewriting a little history is uh good for the soul it's good for the, yeah right yeah um but anyway so uh, yeah, so anyway, they start taking part. They're big, like, the kids scheme, the Scooby-Doo scheme, <laughs> as it is, is to undermine the sci-fi nature of the story and make it literally, literally the nativity. Right. To make it the sort of, um, where they take off their clothes and dress up like what most white folk would consider terrorists and <laughs> talk about the birth of baby Jesus. And, and meanwhile, while this is going on, like the, the mayor uh, slash pharmacist <laughs> fighting his own war for Christmas. Yeah. He's, he's like, he's like putting up decorations while people are telling him not to and putting up trees while people are telling him not to. Yeah. The tree thing is fine. Cause that's what gets torn down. They don't tear down a cross. Well, they they tear down the tree, but then it's magically up again later. For, yeah, it's it's they, when they tear down the tree too. It's like in my mind, I'm I'm like, well, wouldn't you just pick the tree back up again? All the symbols that they actually tear down. So here, and and this is another thing. So they don't tear down any crosses. They bring up the cross, and then he goes to jail, but they never tear it down. <laughs> they only tear down the pagan symbol of christmas or the one of the pagan symbol like what has been inducted into modern christmas the pagan symbol but the other symbol that they might maybe shit on a little bit is the american flag that he puts over his motorcycle oh yeah which is not like and andy asked this he's like it could just be like a blade but when he pulls it off it's a fucking flag yeah i we i i gave the i gave the movie the benefit of the doubt <laughs> which was a mistake that it was like some sort of american flag painted like cover, like cover yeah, yeah but i'm pretty sure it was just a flag no it was a flag uh and i'm pretty sure you can't you're not supposed to do that I, I think, right? You're not supposed to, like... And the flag that yeah. he has on his bike is low enough that it may touch the ground. Oh, yeah, because whenever he rides his bike anywhere, it's got a giant flag on the flag, back. And I think, like, <laughs> because it's not blowing in the wind, I think it may touch the ground. Uh, and it's funny that, like, you would be a stickler about those things, but I, don't, I think you and I might agree on that. Like, we're, we could be a little stickler. Yeah, I'm I'm a pretty big fan of uh, freedom in America. Yeah, uh, I, you don't let that shit touch the ground. Yeah, you, res- you respect some <laughs> you respect of those symbols, right? Shit. Um. Uh, anyway, so there, there, there's all this stuff going on while the children are doing their Scooby Doo stuff, and then some. There's some like big wig state legislator, the hammer, which the is hammer. an old school. Like, okay, I gotta look him up because he's either a sports star or he. I'm pretty sure he was an old 1970s black exploitation guy. Yeah, but, uh, but they get they get this guy to yeah. go to come, uh, come down and be like, you have to stop doing this, and and we're gonna get an injunction they against call him you. Hammerstein, or, the hammer, right. Yeah. Right. And and you know the, the it's they have there's a couple scenes in there 
like dur- there's one during a town hall meeting where there are a bunch of people there, maybe the whole town, and um, <laughs> yeah, that's how many people are in the town. They have they have this this argument uh, where they never actually argue the subject matter. They just sort of argue back and forth uh, where the mayor makes some really stupid points uh, that aren't about the subject. And then the main character fires back with like, America, don't you believe in freedom? And we're just practicing our religion and your state. You know, it's just just really vapid uh, uh, political speak. Oh, fuck. That's right. OK, yes. He uh, sorry. So so he's Fred Williamson, who um, uh, if you don't know, was a Oakland Raiders, Kansas City Chiefs f- football star. Oh, who became prominent as one of the male action stars during the black exploitation age. So you were right on both counts. Yes. Uh, wow, man. He looks really fucking good. He was born in the 30s. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, he was born in the 19... He was born in 1938. That dude's like 80-something? He was in From Dust Till Dawn. Of course he was, because it's Oh my Tarantino. God, he was that guy. Black Caesar. He wow. Was Black Caesar. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, oh, just so you know, uh, that's who we're talking about. Uh, <laughs> from titty movie to not titty movies. <laughs> well... They had to get their villain from somewhere, I guess. I watched Dust Till Dawn uh, last week, by the way, and uh, holds up. Great movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was written by Tarantino. That was directed by Rodriguez, I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah Tarantino yeah. was in it. He wasn't directing it. Oh, that's right. I forgot. He was yeah. totally in Night Vision, too. Yep. Um, so anyway, yeah. So Anyway, there's there's all this bullshit going on, and mm-hmm. it's all very flag-waving and, and very much... Uh, uh, it's very much if you agree with the point of view it, it it's a propaganda your, film it's a propaganda film yeah. thank you it's a propaganda film and so it's not going to convince you if you're it's it's going to look ridiculous if you're on the outside <laughs> but from the inside it's going to hit all those emotional beats They're like when they start playing silent night but then yeah. we haven't even gotten to like the big point where like here's where i think it gets like this is the re- the reason why i show this movie is because of what happens in the final act is because of how like offensively subversive it gets in a <laughs> fucked up way with what the kid does with his dad and the videotape oh yeah yeah, yeah. It li- this movie literally it's emotional core relies on a snuff film it's this 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 part's <laughs> a real bummer to me to be honest <laughs> it is it's fucked up because the school's doing its its play and the kids are actually having their scooby-doo moment where they've like locked the yeah. uh, drama teacher in the closet but then the kid who <laughs> he locks nothing. him in the closet he, he locks the in per- the closet where he fucking should be <laughs> get it yeah, because well, they they Did make you just go there. They they, just... they they make this theater teacher like really really stereotypical. Like it, like yeah, really Andy was bad. even like, I bet you they directed him saying like, you want to fuck all these children. He really yeah, they really they really go over the top with this guy. But uh, I mean, because you know, I I the I I personally know a, a high school drama teacher, and she's the coolest person ever, and yeah. she's not at all a uh, turtleneck I, wearing no insane I, person. My my drama te- my my drama teacher from high school would have fucking made fun of that dude because like <laughs> like my so my, my high school drama teacher was mr carter and he was like one of the coolest fucking guys ever but he would he would have shat on that guy anyway they lock him in the closet <laughs> of course they do no didn't they lock the principal in the closet uh, no the principal comes out at the end no, and does the right. slow clap yeah that's right yeah, no, they, they lock, they the, lock the drama teacher yeah. in the closet where he fucking should be right. and then they the drama teacher <laughs> comes out after but here's the thing they do their they do their nativity play and then they bring this big so, projection screen down yeah so here but here's the thing so the kid this sugar ray kid the kid of the dead dad who's got the grandpa who's fighting the war for jesus um 
He he like they have a video tape. No, they there's never a, there's explained, a video camera. But they never explain how that got out of the eventual fucked upness that where that camera winds up, which I'm assuming everyone's dead. Right, um, right. But but the big thing is they get this camera back that they gave to their son. They gave to the son that went to war, they gave a, a yeah. shitty old camera. And uh, that's and his like, grandpa's like protecting him from that last tape. Like, yeah, you yeah, this, you can't watch blah, the blah, blah. last tape where the son dies. Yeah, because so. the, the 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 son is literally doing like a vlog, and then a bomb <laughs> explodes right outside and kills yeah, the whole squad. Like, like, and it's they're clearly in a war zone and being fired at. But this, the audio is really bad though, because I don't know if they knew this, but like war is kind of loud. <laughs> And you can barely hear what's going on. I do love the background actor who's right behind him who's just kind of like like staring off into space and then at one point just looks over the corner and is like, yeah, there's nothing there. That's fine. Oh, he looks so bored. He looks super bored. But anyway, they're doing the play and then yeah. the screen rolls down and they play the last video. Yeah, Sugar Ray Kid plays. And, and here's... Here's a, now we didn't even talk about the fact that mom and best friend of dead husband are already like getting all sexy together. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they're they're purity ringing it up because which, they're which about to kiss up. once, and they cut away at the last second before they kiss. They cut away to her kissing the cross in front of her they dead do. husband's picture. They do. That is some clever. Even Jesus though they still editing. kissed. Yep. Even though they still kissed. They still kissed. But you want to know what's a little weird about that? It's because uh. they. It seemed like they were setting up like a little thing between the two kids. Yeah, and it was like that's setting up a real weird rom com where it's like, well, my mom and your dad are together now, so what does that make us? Even though I kind of want to see you naked, I thought they were related, like actually related. No, they're not. Actually, they're not actually. They... No, that girl is that girl's the daughter of the best oh, friend. Oh, okay, because they look like the same. We, person. we were talking over the part where where he talks about his wife being a secularist, Aha. because they don't believe in Jesus. Because they look like the same person. Oh, and she person. had affairs because she doesn't believe in Jesus. Right. That everyone who doesn't believe in Jesus has affairs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's <laughs> d- divorce rate among Christians is not. It's high. non-existent. Right. It's, it's zero. Right. It's not fifty-one percent. Um. <laughs> so. Uh, anyway, they they. Uh, <laughs> The, these kids that like each other look like the same person. It's just that they put a giant wig on the female. <laughs> You are convinced that that's a wig. It's such bad hair, it's dude. It's super bad hair. Well, that, I'm just saying that's because it was the 90s. Well, it wasn't the 90s. It's not the 90s, no, though. That's the fucked it's, up part, it's but it's stuck like, in the 90s. It's just like Portland. It's Portlandia. It's, por- yeah. it's Portlandia. All Christian nations are are literally living in the 90s. It's bizarro Portlandia. Yeah, because at that point, <laughs> they still haven't recovered from the fact that Bill Clinton's president. Oh. They're still living in the Reagan-Bush era. It <laughs> was a better era in many ways. <laughs> With the um, dot com boom. Anyway, but they they look like the same person, and they we do. They that, look super yeah. similar. <laughs> uh, so they, they they where were we? They play this video, and it's it's the it's the video the, of his dad dying. He's doing a vlog, yeah. and then a bomb explodes mid vlog, and everybody's crying and feeling the spirit of Christmas for some. And people reason. are standing up and doing the salute. Right there's a there's a Do veteran even... there there's a veteran there wearing camouflage and having his, his arm, arm in a, a sling yeah in a sling that's right which which means he got injured recently I think he was putting up a Christmas tree as his own sign of protest and fell off a ladder that sounds likely probably dude I used to know guys that lived on my street when I was growing up that were all ex Vietnam guys that would always be packing and wearing camo <laughs> even though it was fucking Chandler Arizona I I, I just jeez. <laughs> I, I just I just like how uh, how 
it's it's like it's like when the the Rush Limbaugh's like I'm not saying I'm just asking questions and this film is is not saying that we went to war for Christmas it's just implying that like maybe a maybe a little bit we may have done did, that did we go to war for Christmas I think we did did we go to did. war for Christmas I think we went to war for Christmas anyway the the uh, the 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 grandpa meets jesus in jail we forgot the fact that he was a medal of honor winner right right when he's going to jail i don't remember why oh he, he went to jail because he hung up a cross on something yeah. and we and we talked about this a little bit so i i don't know like i'm a big like and i i think andy's on board with me here so i'm a big like you respect that shit like that's shit to be respected yeah. so but like that was the thing is like where do you think that was fake or did they borrow it off somebody or is like it just seems like a weird thing for me to like like a prop to have i don't know it was yeah. a prop let's it in all ways it was a prop i think they do movies where people get the medal of honor right like biopics they've done that before haven't they? well what we were talking about is like if i were to go make a movie and i needed a medal of honor for my cast member yeah. who was supposed to have a medal of honor would i would i build or find or buy a prop or would i go to a medal of honor winner and say like we really respect you we would like to use your medal of honor yeah you know which which is how do you do that but it seems like a medal of honor is like rare enough that it's like that individual medal is is like reminiscent of a certain thing yeah it's like a very specific thing that occurred right right, that, right. like like because because there's only been like what 70 of those or like not even i it's have something super small i have no idea but but it's like so anyway it's one of those things that's yeah. like it's like that that metal is reminiscent of something very specific it's yeah. not just like a purple heart where it's oh a dude got shot or shrapnel or something it's sure like, that is a very specific thing so but uh, uh, yeah, he, he he goes to he goes to jail and uh, for hanging up a cross with with his medal of honor because he saved people right. So which I makes guess. sense. Yeah, I mean, that um, makes sense. I guess. And then they use a bunch of they when when they when he's talking about Vietnam uh, to his wife, uh, he's they're acting really hard. <laughs> they're acting hard and thing. then mixing shitty footage shot in a backyard with with actual stock footage from <laughs> Vietnam, <laughs> which is a little weird i had a bit of a problem with that because we're watching footage of some of these guys who probably didn't make it home like fighting for their lives and their beliefs mixed in with this like shitty movie and backyard war footage and it just it was really disrespectful it's it's obviously vietnam footage yeah oh no it it straight up is yeah. yeah Uh, and so it's a very highly likely that those guys didn't make it back. So it's real fucked up to think about. So we we not only have the s- snuff footage of uh, of his of the 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 dad dying in in the but also like war. you know like it's different than when you watch it on the History Channel or something where you're watching like a biopic. Well, yeah, they're yeah. trying so hard to be respectful and just tell the story. Yeah, That's... yeah, and not just about these guys all died for Christmas. Yeah, not 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 Glenn Beck's wet dream. <laughs> Which, by the way. <laughs> is totally what this grandpa was doing is like i i, I consider glenn half Beck's the things that glenn beck does nowadays is art projects it's like shia labeouf and his weird art projects <laughs> it's like the conservative version of that so it's like when he was in that little like uh the the whatever it is when you go work on power lines the the big like uh, cherry picker cherry picker yeah like when he was in that leaning down over like still in his cherry picker over and the girl's handing him the mic like <laughs> yeah. that seemed like a weird glenn beck art project to me hmm. it's like something yeah. like that I will th- really that's that's a that's a 
common male fantasy though to be a guy who knows what's right and despite what everybody says you're with all the blonde female reporters that are surrounding right. them constantly <laughs> i i just mean i just mean the fact that like you if you are unyielding in yeah. your beliefs you will eventually be right if you if you, <laughs> if you hammer hard, hard enough, enough and not listen to anyone it's a classic it's, but it's a classic funny because notice the villain does that too Sure. There's like no difference. Yeah. So so here's an interesting question is if you if you portray your hero and your villain as being systemically the same, mm-hmm. although you're on opposite sides, is that fundamentally the dichotomy that exists between good and evil in Christian thought or modern Christian thought is that evil is evil and good is good, but like systemically they're the same. They function by the same principles. It's just one is right and one is wrong. It's not know. the means that they use are right or wrong. So so the difference being like he will stand by his principles and fight as long as fight, but he will never turn the other cheek. Like the systemic actions aren't are exactly the same. I don't I don't know. I think that whole philosophy is very anti-Jesus. I mean Right, that's why I mentioned the turn the other cheek. Right. Okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> because of that. Because it's systemically not at all. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no listening involved. <laughs> But right. uh, I, I don't know. At the at the end of this movie, uh, he gets out of jail because the Christmas uh, pageant, the Christmas show at the school uh, made everybody's hearts grow three right. sizes right. that day. Because of the snuff film. Because of the snuff film, he gets out of jail. Yeah. And then everybody cheers. And uh, there's... Or Jesus helps too. Jesus, baby yeah, monitor. Jesus gives him a baby monitor so he can hear the thing. <laughs> and then he gets out of jail and the town is there cheering. Uh, I don't know why they let him out of jail that night, but they did. Actually, yeah, I don't. I don't think I. Well, because everyone's heart grew three sizes, right? Because Jesus. Well, yeah. And then, and then, uh, and then, end of movie, pretty much, right? That was pretty I, much the end. I was mean, it? yeah, I think that was. There were yeah. they, they showed yeah, because everyone was cheering when they exited the um, the prison house. Yeah, yeah, and then and then it yeah. ended and roll credits and then we got a nice recap of the entire movie. And we got a great fucking song. Remember that song? It was basically "Where Were You?" <laughs> when they, when built, they built the ladder, ladder to heaven. heaven. Yeah, it was yeah, basically totally that. that. Uh, um, it was no. a, it was a it was a country Christmas song that I remember hearing a few years ago. Yeah, but I like the idea that like like because the song goes through all the colors of the flag, so obviously yeah. red, white, and blue. Uh-huh. But I do love the the red in the blood spilled that countries you don't remember. I was like, I'm pretty sure of all the things that generally right-wing American politics forgets, which is a lot, they don't forget where people died. Oh, uh, I think well, they do. Like they <laughs> No, no, they don't. They they remember, they remember the places that matter, the places that were covert and no one cares about that actually are involved in world politics, they don't remember. Yeah, they don't seem to remember Korea very well. They don't remember Korea, they don't remember Kosovo, they probably don't remember most of the other operations that we've had. Uh, Bay of Pigs. <laughs> right, right, uh, Cuba. <laughs> Deal with Cuba? Yeah. So, um, anyway, yeah, They but but it, it, it was a great good old country. It was a good old country song. Good old country song. These stripes don't run. So the movie is what? bookended by Reagan quotes, which we it was funny because oh, yeah, they got, they got the old quotes. Reagan vote. Yeah, quotes. 1964, really? I think yeah. it said. Yeah, they were the at the beginning of the movie there was a Reagan quote, and the at the end of the movie there was a Reagan quote, and we were we that were was from 61. We thought 
it when was we JFK. first saw it. We thought, it, thought was it was JFK, JFK. just because the recording was so bad that we were like, oh shit, I would have been, that would have really given a lot of credibility to the movie if they could actually, if, JFK. if they could actually associate like, like a Democrat with this movie. Well, you know, you could take the JFK quote, what is it, um, uh. Oh, what is what is that JFK quote about living in um uh, living in people that live in the best of times? It's something where living in the worst of where times living is, in the living in the best of times, you're supposed to set the people up to live better in the worst of times. But but the worst of times is when you actually like have a chance at saving. Like, yeah yeah yeah. It was I can't remember the actual quote by I, JFK. I, I've heard it before. But it's, I know it what is you're a really about. great quote. Yeah. About and it's totally reminiscent of the Cold War era, yeah. the era of Russia and the U.S. It's a very good quote. That quote would have made sense if if I legitimately believe that Christians were being oppressed and it was like it you know pre Constantine Rome where Christians are being like eaten alive yeah. in you know in in the Colosseum like that if 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 I had felt that that would have been an appropriate quote and that would have given it some validity you can you can make a Christian nightmare movie you just can't make it today when you're literally the political majority yeah, I you know I I honestly think that you could make that today. It just it just needs to be farther in the future, and and uh, a, a little less like charged by modern uh, spur of the moment politics. Well, you can't. Yeah, you can't. You can't make it. Re- well, you can't make sure. You can't make it um, reactionary. There you go. So one of my yeah. favorite one of my favorite stories is about the supposed sequel to Gladiator, which actually sounds kind of crazy. Where it's like <laughs> Maximus actually becomes a sort of weird metaphor for the acceptance of uh, a singular god against the Greek god or the Roman gods. Oh, weird. Um, where it's all about him in the underworld <laughs> and coming back from like all these different things about essentially prepping Rome for the coming of Christianity. Yeah. It's actually a really compelling story it's it's obviously totally insane it was what ridley scott wanted to do after the original gladiator um but that would have been a compelling story it just i have a problem when you try to make a a, when you try to victimize a political majority and the political majority is dealing with because it doesn't deal with like pc culture it's dealing literally with they are being oppressed. Right. That's that's the problem is because this the the shit that they want to talk about this in this movie is important. I mean it's it's really important to I, I think I think a lot of the a lot of the conservative right uh the the reason why they feel oppressed is because of PC culture, which is something to definitely talk about. Like what is well, where I think how it's far fair does to this call need them to go? Racist if they're a racist though. Sure, absolutely. But, but but it is it is like yeah, it's it's PC culture is PC culture tends to be utilized in many ways as like a weird thing. It, it you it gets utilized in a way that it, what you're trying to fight, you become the very thing you're trying to fight. Where it becomes as abusive and bullying as the things that they're trying to denounce. Exactly, a bully is going to use whatever means necessary. Right, which PC culture does. I've, you know, we've we've all encountered that on Facebook, where uh, where somebody says something reasonable, and because it uses a certain type of language yeah. that may or may not be, as South Park would say, a micro a microaggression. He or she yeah. is a microaggression. You are a bigot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's 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 just another way of bullying, and and yeah. you know that's that's something that's really important to address these days because right. it's happening a lot. But it's not lot. doing that. It's victim. And Christianity has a bad history of being able to victimize itself when it's in a position of power. Right, right. When that's that's the dangerous. That's thing. actually the biggest boon of manipulating people into thinking they're victimized is because. <laughs> 
Christianity came. Remember that Christianity came out of a a, a period where they were victimized. Mm-hmm. So the language that is used is very. It is very much the the we are the oppressed. So even when they're the political and reasonable majority, they are the oppressed. I don't know. It's all let's. Uh, I I don't know. I I, I want to get off because we're getting very political right now. I want to yeah. I want to yeah. I want to get off this movie. It was. Uh, I would I would pitch <laughs> I wanna it. Get off this movie. I would I would pitch it as. Uh, do you, if if you are of the religious right and want to and want to feel. Uh, uh, confirmed in your belief that you are oppressed, watch this movie. That's my not very funny pitch. My pitch is Bring It On meets Passion of the Christ. <laughs> you, you got me again, man. That's a good one. <laughs> uh, I, I want to end with, uh, with, with uh, on a positive note, maybe we can start doing this on, um, on what's uh, on a positive note. Yeah. What's, what's, what's good. Like what, what have you, what have you watched or done lately? That's good. I, I, cause I, I recently, uh, I've we we just arranged all of our old DVDs uh, because we had to save space. We we just put them in these little sleeves in a box, uh, and and so that just got me watching some uh, some old DVDs that we have. And the cool thing about watching old DVDs, uh, maybe uh, you have, maybe you listener have this thing too, where at the advent of of the internet and streaming you kind of started buying a lot less dvds so up until about like maybe 2006 2008 you had a lot of dvds and then all of a sudden you don't because you have netflix and and you start you getting a all these million streaming services exactly so yeah. when i when i watch my old dvds it's kind of like a time capsule and i've been watching them and it's been really interesting to me just watching and thinking about what holds up and what doesn't and mm-hmm. why that happens mm-hmm. because i went back and watched all the uh, original star wars movie movies uh, because uh, preparing for the new star wars obviously did you watch the the dvds or the blu-rays dvds those? were those the were those the post like the most recent where they put like were they well they put like Anakin back in and return of the they Jedi. They are stuff. what you might call the raped versions, yes. And, but I don't I don't I know. Really it know. wasn't it wasn't that big of a deal. I'm yeah. not a purist. Uh I, I think I think there were some instances where it works and some where it doesn't. Right. But uh, overall I watched those movies and they totally held up. I mean, I haven't watched Star Wars for several years and mm-hmm. I obviously, right? Obviously those would hold up. And then I went and watched all the prequels. And they were way worse than when I first saw them when they came out. Yeah, early CG technology. It yeah. just, yeah, the CG didn't hold up at all. So it was like what people didn't like about them then were amplified. And mm-hmm. it, it was even worse today. And so I went back and started wondering, you know, what I think makes three, these movies I, tick? I think three holds up. I don't, I don't, it two is the one that doesn't for me. Two, I mean, look, th- that's here nor there. What I, yeah. what I, what's good that I that I loved what held up was I went back and watched Fight Club because oh. Fight Club for me was this seminal movie and it does so many weird things and it has you know some amount of CG in it and uh, it's it's the the nihilism is very much of its time yeah and it held up one hundred percent yeah you could make a nihilistic movie when everyone had money exactly um, <laughs> yeah it was uh, no it was great I mean I I just I loved Fight Club. At maybe as much as when I first watched it. I actually hate the CG shots in that movie. I can call them out each one. The fucking well, because because Fincher loves his God uh-huh. camera. It's he got that. I mean, that's from Kubrick. The God camera, the camera that goes to places you can't con- you can't go sure. physically. Um, so every single one that he does in Fight Club makes me crazy. 
because it like because Fincher watch Fincher from Seven. Fincher yeah. Fincher's has this like core dirty nastiness that CG just didn't do at that period. And he, well, he ran to that problem in the third alien movie too. But you know why, why it worked so well in fight club was, uh, they had the plane crash scene, which you yeah. just couldn't do without CG. I just hate the apartment scene. The uh, apartment scene drives me crazy. You don't like the apartment scene? No, when the when the stove goes off. Oh, when the stove no, goes off. Yeah, that. I actually I hate that. I, I don't I don't hate it as much as you do, but I don't think that's it where it shines. It looks like it looks terrible. I think it shines uh when there's a fucking penguin in his snow cave. No, no that, that was works. fine. That works. And then yeah. when uh when he's having the the sex he doesn't quite remember with yeah. Marla. Yeah, that's right. That's that right. that was all CG. Yeah. And I thought that was very cool just because it was yeah, so because weird. Yeah, because he made it dark. Yeah, it was so dark and weird yeah, and yeah, out of focus. Yeah, the apartment scene is all super Yeah, that works when it's not focus when you when you're trying to zoom around in an apartment building when it's going on fire it looks mm-hmm. terrible i I'll, I'll agree with you there but I, that didn't even take yeah. me out of the movie oh, yeah because uh, where he did that properly was gone girl oh yeah he does that really yeah. well in later movies and gone girl especially he does that really yeah because he can he's he's able to but i, I don't know i was just thinking uh or zodiac what what, yeah. what maybe we should uh end this podcast with something good that we saw or or yeah. liked or just something we liked yeah, um, so... Uh, and well, for me, it was Fight Club and watching these old so movies. So watching these old movies again. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're going to have a weird reversal. <laughs> because usually I'm the one watching old, weird, fucked up, dark shit in the basement. But the last thing that I watched was Star Wars. Yeah. Um, and I and I fucking loved it. Like, loved the shit out of it. So that's that's probably... The, the positive note is that Daisy Ridley is the goddamn greatest thing to happen in the Star Wars universe <laughs> in... F- <laughs> fucking 30 years so yes that's my positive all right yeah i don't know let's let's feel good and let's feel yeah. good about the shit at yeah the end. uh but yeah anyway so we'll uh um i mean was that just because i forced you to watch a weird jesus like political jesus movie <laughs> is that where this is coming from i was like andy let's watch a weird no bad no jesus no movie. i'm i'm just thinking of uh of you know changing things up a little bit and covering a few more things because some some of these <laughs> movies you know we we can talk to death and other ones it's kind of like eh, and some of the like i really liked rickio i love rickio yeah. some of these other movies i really didn't like you know and yeah i know you really hate the neil breen i did not care for the neil breen movie we're doing yeah. more neil breen by I, the way i expect nothing less from and no, andy and andy's gonna have to suffer through all that <laughs> i actually just showed him the trailer by the way neil breen's uh trailer for his new movie dropped it's amazing <laughs> uh there's a tiger <laughs> <laughs> there is a tiger uh yeah so no i um uh, I mean, I'm a big Star Wars junkie. I love, I love Star Wars. Love the new one. Um, yeah, I mean, I, uh, I'm very much looking forward to Hateful Eight and The Revenant. Me too. And I can't, the Revenant. I swear to God, Lebetsky's going to get another Oscar for that movie. It looks so good. I hope it's that good. I really it, do. Yeah. For for good. as much as the crew suffered, on that it was shot thing. in natural light. All of yeah. it. No, I know. Like yeah, in the snow, crazy. it's it's insane. Yeah, so I I am looking forward to those movies. Uh, so well, I'll probably watch those when I'm here by myself over Christmas. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I I there's a lot to look forward to, and there's more bad movies to look forward to. Always Many more bad more. movies to look forward to. Yep. So with that, I guess we'll uh, say adieu. Yeah, I'm Andy Steinhauer. I'm Max Wyland. Uh, peace be with you. May the force be with you. Merry Christmas. Happy Life Day. Happy Yule.